Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Uncap It. It's your hosts, Kennedy and Carmen. And today we are going to be discussing the November election, the upcoming issues that will be on the ballot in Ohio, and also a little bit about direct democracy and what it is. So to get right into it, direct democracy is also called pure democracy, and this is when the public is directly involved in making decisions. So there's three main types of direct democracy that we use in America and in the state of Ohio. So the first one is the citizen's initiative to amend the Constitution, and this is when a citizen proposes and initiates laws or policies through petitions or other means. So this is really when a citizen group, a group of people come together and they propose the law. The second type is referendum, which is when elected officials allow the general population to vote directly on specific laws, constitutional amendments, or other significant issues that is referred to them by governing institutions. Lastly, the third one is recall, which is when citizens can initiate recall elections to remove elected officials from office before their term is completed. So thinking about how we can apply this to current events, in Ohio we are going to be having an election on November 7th, and we are going to be voting on two very significant issues. The two issues that we will be voting on are both considered citizen initiatives. Issue one is an amendment to the Ohio Constitution, and issue two is a proposed new statute that would be added to legislation. So To dive into this a little bit more, we have to ask ourselves, what are the two issues that are going to be on the ballot in November? And first, we are going to tell you guys the actual wording of the issues, how they will be on the ballot, and then later on, we'll tell you what it really means to be voting yes or no on these issues. The following information that we are going to give you about issue one and two are excerpts from the literal text of the amendment proposal. Issue 1 is referred to as a self-executing amendment relating to abortion and other reproductive decisions. So within the text of this amendment, it says that the amendment would establish an individual right in the Ohio Constitution to one's own reproductive medical treatment, including but not limited to abortion. So the physician of a pregnant woman would then have the authority to determine on a case-by-case basis whether an unborn child is viable. The state could only prohibit an abortion after an unborn child is determined by the treating physician to be viable, and if the physician does not consider the abortion necessary to protect the pregnant woman's life or health. And the second issue, issue two, is known as to commercialize, regulate, legalize, and tax the adult use of cannabis. And the text of this issue says that it's going to define adult use cannabis as marijuana, and create a division for cannabis control within the Department of Commerce. This will legalize and regulate the cultivation, processing, sale, purchase, possession, homegrown, and use of cannabis by adults at least 21 years of age, and operating a motor vehicle while using or under the influence of the adult use of cannabis would remain illegal. For more information about either Issue 1 or Issue 2, check out the ballot board page on the Secretary of State website at ohiosos.gov. So now that we have gotten some of the actual terminology out there, we want to break down these issues a little bit and tell you what it really means to be voting yes or no, because sometimes it can be hard when you're standing at the ballot box reading these issues. Some of them are very long, and it can be hard to really know what you're voting for. So starting with issue one, this is the issue that is focusing on reproductive rights. So if you want to vote yes on issue one, this means that 
You are voting to establish a state constitutional right to make and carry out one's own reproductive decisions. And these reproductive decisions include, but are not limited to, decisions about abortion, contraception, fertility treatment, miscarriage care, and continuing pregnancy. Also, voting yes on issue one would allow the state to restrict abortion after fetal viability, except when necessary to protect the pregnant patient's life or health. And fetal viability is the point in the pregnancy where it comes down to the professional judgment of the pregnant patient's treating physician, and they have to make a judgment if the fetus has significant likelihood of survival outside the uterus with reasonable measures. To vote no on issue one means that you're voting to oppose amending the Ohio Constitution to establish the constitutional rights to make and carry out one's own reproductive decisions. Also, voting no on issue one means that you're voting to keep the Ohio ban on abortion, which will either be after 21 weeks or after the sixth week, depending on the results of a court case involving the heartbeat bill. Moving on to issue two, if you were to vote yes, that would mean you're in support of allowing the sale and purchasing of marijuana, which the new Division of Cannabis Control would regulate. This also means that you support that people over the age of 21 can use and possess marijuana, up to 2.5 ounces of marijuana specifically, and you are also supporting enacting a 10% tax on marijuana sales. And on the flip side of that, if you are voting no on issue two, then that means you are opposing the legalization of marijuana in Ohio. Now that everyone has a better understanding of what we will be voting on in Ohio in November, we want to get ONU student perspectives on these issues. So instead of having our typical guest and a polar bear POV on this episode, we are going to do multiple on-campus interviews to gauge how Gen Z and other college students in Ohio feel about these issues. We are here with our very first guest, so if you could just introduce yourself, your name, major, and year here on campus. Hello, I'm Elena Zamora, and I am a freshman nursing major. So how well-informed are you about issue one and two that will be on the ballot in November? Um, Honestly, I'm not very well-informed, unfortunately. I know I probably should be, but I'm not. (laughs) Do you know what the two issues are? I believe it's abortion and marijuana. Yes, that's correct. Yay. See? <laughs> so, do you think abortion should be up to the states or the federal government? I think it should be up to the federal government. I think everyone should be on the same playing field as best as possible. Everyone's situation is different, and I think it should be a right protected by the federal government. Do you think other people in our generation, Gen Z, are well informed about these issues on the ballot? No, I don't think, and I know I'm not, but I don't think a lot of people are, unfortunately. And how much do you think the issues of abortion and marijuana affect our generation? Oh, I think they affect it a lot. I mean, it's definitely a big issue. Everyone debates about it. It definitely has a big impact on us. And do you think in the current political climate, it's hard to talk about these issues? Like, do you feel uncomfortable discussing these issues? Yeah, I do get a little uncomfortable. I never want people to judge me for my beliefs. It's This can get very sensitive mm-hmm. topics. Everyone comes from different backgrounds. I always say that. So you never know who, you don't want to, I don't want to offend anybody. And I never want to come across ignorant. That's a big, I get very nervous about that. So 
No, I totally agree. I, I think it's an issue for a lot of people to try to have honest conversations about these two issues. So our final question for you, are you, are you registered to vote first off? And if you are, are you planning to vote in this election? I am registered to vote, luckily, and I do plan on voting. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, here we are. Can you please introduce yourself, your name, major, and year? Hey, hi, I'm Nicholas McConney. I am a uh, senior political science major here at ONU. Excellent. We're glad to have you on the podcast. So first off, we want to know, are you from the state of Ohio? I am not. I'm actually from uh, Michigan. Go Lions. <laughs> okay, so do you know if marijuana and abortion have been on the ballot in your state before? Uh, yes, they both have actually, and they both passed. Marijuana passed in Michigan back in 2018, and then uh, abortion recently passed in Michigan in the last year's election in 2022. Good to know. Do you think... In general, our generation is well-informed about these ballot initiatives that are affecting the state of Ohio now? I would say say so. I mean, considering I do a lot of work with Campus Vote Project here at Ohio Northern, um, we've done a lot of work of like pushing out information and trying to get you know people um, civically engaged. So I would say that we've definitely put a lot of effort into like making sure they know how to vote first off and just making sure how they're able to go about voting and like what, the, what, what ways they can use it, and then, um, you know, how to be informed about ballot issues, and then, like, you know, how to be more informed for upcoming elections. So I would definitely say that, you know, it's, it's been on an uphill climb, you know, when people caring about it. I mean, obviously, since I think especially after 2020, a lot of people really started to p- take closer look at our elections and realize that everyone matters, regardless if it's like, you know, local, state, federal. So I would say that it's definitely gone up in uh, recent years. Excellent. And our last question for you, do you think the ballot initiatives affect our generation? Yes, I would definitely say they do. You could say, especially with how, um, if Gen Z, you know, you look at how they view it in other states, you know, I mean, I think our generation is is more in tune to like a lot of the issues that affect us today. Like, you know, obviously not just like, you know, abortion, um, marijuana, I mean, you also got, you know, climate change, you know, are holding our political leaders accountable. I feel, I feel like we're more in tune today, especially with social media, it's a lot easier to keep, you know, keep people informed and like, you know, push out to multiple people with just a few taps and clicks um, to get people knowing about it. So I think it's definitely important because obviously we're going to be the future leaders of this country one day. So like we have to set the tone that we care about these issues and, you know, we should be um, focusing on focusing on issues that, you know, affect not just Gen Z, but also like as a whole, all generations. That's great. Thank you so much, Nick. All right. For our next guest, could you please introduce yourself, your name, major and year here on campus? Uh, my name is AJ Locke. I'm a sophomore and I'm a biology pre-med major. And do you know anything about issues one and two, which will be on the ballot in November? I just know that issue one is related about abortion. I have no clue about issue two. So issue two is about the possibility of legalizing marijuana. So we're just going to talk a little bit about those two issues today. So do you think abortion should be left up to the states or the federal government to regulate? I feel like it should be left up to the states. That way, if someone truly needs it and they're in a state that can't, like, isn't illegal or can't afford it or can't access it, they can still manage it. And how do you feel about Ohio having this on the ballot in November? I feel like it's good that the state is actually bringing it up so that people know that people are thinking about it rather than just leaving it in the dust and not talking about it or just fully accepting it. And moving on to issue two, which is the possibility of legalizing marijuana. Um, How much do you think 
the issue of marijuana affects our generation. Considering it's usually uh, referred to as a party drug and that kids in our age, especially right now, are often partying a lot, I feel like it's very important that there needs to be safer uh, regulations about it, that it's healthier for people in our generation. Do you feel like you personally or Gen Z in general are well informed about these two issues? I'd say that with uh, our generation being a lot more in tune with social media, we get a lot more perspectives of it and a lot more knowledge about it. I won't know if it's the proper information, but I would say that we're more informed about it from different perspectives. And do you think these issues are hard to talk about in the current political climate? I feel some people are scared to talk about them, but they should be talked about and like confidently whether you're for or against it. It needs to be open conversation from both people to find common ground on. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing your opinions. Thank you. And here we are with our next guest. Could you introduce yourself, your name, major, and year? I'm Allison Parker. I'm a senior here at Ohio Northern, and I'm a double major in criminal justice and sociology with a pre-law minor. Glad to have you on the podcast. So before we get into the actual questions, I want to ask you one that you're not prepared for, but do you feel uncomfortable talking about these subjects? I do feel a little uneasy because today we are so divided on these topics. There isn't a lot of middle ground, so I feel like whatever opinion you give, the other side is just up your throat. <laughs> Understandable. So getting to the actual questions, how do you feel or what are your thoughts about Ohio introducing abortion on the ballot in November? Well, since Roe v. Wade was overturned, it makes sense to have it on the ballot. We have to make a decision now that it's up to the state. So I'm not surprised that it's there. I mean, it needs to be there. We need to make our decision moving forward. Absolutely. Do you think abortion should be left up to the states or the federal government? I personally think that we should probably have some sort of federal regulation because we have states on the severe opposite sides. Like you look at California, very liberal. Texas, very, very Republican. So if you, for example, have lived in like Texas your entire life, but you don't agree with their policies, well, now it's imposed on you. Like it's just we know that they're not going to vote liberal. Just the same with like California, just the other way. So I think it's hard. Definitely. I, I understand that point of view. Do you think our generation in general has a good understanding about issue one and issue two? No, I think they have a general idea, but then you see commercials of people talking about farmers, and I'm like, where are we gathering this information from? Like, I don't think our generation actually sits down and reads the legislation. Like, we're not reading the actual bill. They just hear what they hear on social media, and then they hear people attacking it on social media, and then that's where they get their knowledge. So, no. Do you think they should be more educated? Because do you think this impacts, these issues impact our generation? They definitely will impact our generation for the years to come. So we, I believe that we should all sit down and actually read the bill and know what we're voting for and not just get our, oh, somebody said this on Facebook, so now this is how I'm going to vote. Like We're not actually reading the bill, and we should be. Definitely. That's something that ICAP is really focused on is the civic engagement and being educated when you go to vote. So final question, do you plan on voting in the election? Absolutely. I already filled out the absentee ballot. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, Allison. So we are here with our next guest. Could you please introduce yourself, your name, major, and year here on campus? Uh, my name is Karma Buhilov. I am a junior psychology and sociology major. And how much do you know about issue one and two that will be on the ballot in November in Ohio? Honestly, I wasn't told that much about it at all. So do you at least know that it's about abortion and marijuana? I just found that out now. Perfect. Okay. So 
How do you feel about Ohio introducing abortion on the ballot? It's about time. Honestly, I am really glad that they're putting that power to the people. And I am hoping to God that our generation and our people actually step up and do something about it. I'm faithful because we have kind of a progressive generation of youth here, but I'm still a little worried that they're going to be too lazy to go out and vote. So do you think this issue is important to our generation? Oh yeah, for sure, especially with what happened with the Supreme Court kind of removing all the protections on it with the Roe v. Wade repealing and stuff like that. I feel like this is a time for us to protect the rights that should have been there in the first place. Do you think abortion should be left up to the states or the federal government? I feel like they should have had that protection of the federal government in the first place. It was a big mistake to remove it, but, you know, we live in not a perfect world, so right. now it's in the state's hands, and I, like I said, I hope we do the right thing. Moving on to issue two, which is possibly legalizing marijuana. How do you feel about that? Marijuana. I have always been for the legalization of marijuana, just looking at it from a sociological standpoint. When you legalize marijuana, you get rid of so many issues and you introduce so many pros. If you want to look at it from an economical perspective, it is very good for the tax dollar. You know, a lot of people buying it in a regulation form where they can be taxed and stuff like that. That's boosting money to the economy, et cetera, et cetera. But I don't really care about taxes. I care about the well-being of people. So there's two aspects of this when you think about it. There's the aspect of just protecting people from getting laced and stuff like that, especially in Ohio. I know you guys talked about the opioid crisis in your last episode mm -hmm. with uh, Dr. Durkin. A lot of times people get laced with fentanyl in their marijuana cigarettes and stuff like that. And if you could regulate that and put it in a state-regulated store, you could protect these people from overdoses and eventually dying. And that way it would have more of a regulated way to just, oh, I'm gonna go to the store, I'm gonna buy this. I don't have to worry about going to a shady drug dealer or something like that. You're protected. And that prevents a whole slew of issues. Like shady drug dealer being like, oh, you like marijuana? I got this new thing. Try it out. You know, that stereotypical pipeline, which I disagree with, but it could still happen. That way you just remove all shady stuff and you get it straight into regulation form. Uh, the other reason why I'm very pro-legalization of marijuana is because there is a huge racial disparity when it comes to arrests on a simple position of marijuana. Uh, something that kills me personally is that there is a huge hypocrisy when it comes to working around drugs here in the United States, um, especially drug arrests. Uh, simple position of marijuana will land you in jail for a very long time, and it's unfair to the people that they are in jail uh, for that long time. I have this personal opinion that this is America's excuse of executing a form of modern-day slavery because you can make prisoners work for extremely cheap mm -hmm. and you can run your country, like your whole country off of that almost nothing labor prisoners make a penny to a dollar what they're supposed to be making and I think that they're targeting all these uh, racial minorities with these simple possessions so they could work off of that cheap labor. I mean it costs less to take a person to jail than it does to take them to college. So I feel like this is a bigger issue at hand than just simple, oh, he had drugs or whatever. No, this is like targeted attacks on uh, ethnic communities and stuff like that. Um, I feel like it's absolutely crazy and I don't get it that a sex offender would get less time in prison than a person who had drugs. You know, they'll uh, take you out of the neighborhood because you sold drugs, but they'll keep you in as a sex offender and they'll just kick you back in and just have these paperwork. And that's absolutely disgusting. You know, I'd rather have a person with a possession charge 
living next to me than a pedophile. You know, that's just how the country's run. It's messed up. And uh, hopefully with legalization of marijuana, you know, if they do the right thing and just uh, let everybody off or in prison because I don't know how those things work and prevent the uh, unjust arrests of many people who just have like a small amount of marijuana with them. And do you plan on voting on these two issues in Ohio in November? Yes, my dear friend Carmen told me so. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us. Hello again. Here we are with our next guest. Could you introduce yourself, your name, major, and year? Uh, my name is Jacob Ashley. I'm double majoring in sociology and history, and I'm a junior. Excellent. Glad to have you on the podcast. So we would like to know, how do you feel about Ohio introducing abortion on the ballot in November, or what are your thoughts about that? I think it's a very important issue that's received a lot of attention recently uh, with uh, the Dobbs decision. And I think that it's an issue that's going to, has come up or is going to come up in every state. And so I think it's good that it's coming up and I'm interested to see how Ohioans vote on it. I'm not, I'm not a voter in Ohio, but I'm interested to see what happens. Good to know. Based on that question, do you think it is a decision that should be left up to the states or the federal government? I personally don't have a problem with the federal government making a decision on the issue. I think I have a personal view on what the decision should be. And since the government's decision might not align with mine, I think it's probably best that the states, it's up to the states so that people can move as they need to, to a state that better aligns with their values. I think that's that's an important thing to be able to do, and that's a great benefit we have in this country. You mentioned that you're not from the state of Ohio, so do you know if abortion or marijuana have been on the ballot or are going to be in your state? I don't think so for this upcoming election, uh, but I'm not totally sure. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. Do you think our generation is pretty well informed about abortion and marijuana, or are these subjects that we could learn more about, especially upcoming on our ballot? I think these are issues that a lot of younger people have more interest in than some others, um, maybe because uh, they're so controversial. And so I think I think people are generally well informed. I certainly hope so because they are very important issues that affect a lot of people. And I want to take a chance and ask, so while you're not from the state, how much do you know about issue two, which is about marijuana, legalizing marijuana? I'm somewhat familiar with issue two. Okay, how would you put it in your own words, just to explain it to someone who doesn't know much about this issue? It's about enacting a, a code in Ohio that would expand marijuana legalization and allow taxation on it as well. Uh, I'm not totally familiar with a lot of the details, but that's my general understanding. That was perfect. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us today. Of course. Thank you for having me. So, we are here with our next guest. Could you please introduce yourself, your name, major, and year here on campus? My name is Lydia Zamora. I'm a P3. I'm a pharmacy major. And how much do you know about issues one and two on the ballot in November? Mm, not very much. <laughs> I know what they're about, generally. Okay, what are the two issues about? Um, abortion and marijuana. And do you at all feel uncomfortable discussing these issues, or do you think, like, because of the political climate, that they're hard to talk about? Yeah, I think sometimes it just depends on, like, who you're with. I feel like it can be very, like, divisive issues, so I don't really, like, talk about my opinions on them too often because you never know how other people feel about it. 
Right. I mean, I think it's really hard for a lot of people our age to share their opinions about these issues. Do you think these two issues impact Gen Z specifically, like our generation? Yeah, I think that our generation is very, like, politically active compared to, like, past generations just because of social media. So I feel like there's a lot of information that, like, we spread, um, like, through TikTok and Instagram and that kind of thing. So, and I think that, um, like, abortion and marijuana are very like just topics that we've talked about a lot so I think it does. Do you think our generation is well educated about these issues? I feel like not really because I think we just kind of get we hear about it a lot so we think we are but it's really just like what we hear on TikTok and Instagram so it can be really biased and I don't think we really not a lot of people like actually do the research into like the language of the bills and what it would actually mean. So, talking a little bit about issue one, which is the issue about abortion, do you think abortion should be left up to the states or the federal government? I think that when we leave, like, issues up to the states, it just causes a lot more divide in our country. So, I feel like if it was federal, it could be more of, like, a seamless transition instead of kind of what's happening right now with different states and, like, people have to travel to other states to receive, like, healthcare and that's just kind of worsening the divide in our country. And for issue two, how do you feel about the possibility of marijuana being legalized in Ohio? I think that it's honestly I think it's just bound to happen either now or in like a few years and I think with Michigan legalizing it that I know like so many people just are like well you can just go to Michigan and get it so I feel like it's almost like just bound to happen because it's so easy to get now. And are you planning to vote in this upcoming election? Yes, I am. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hello. Can you introduce yourself, your name, major, and year? Yes, my name is Eli Schmidtmeyer. I am a P3 pharmacy major. Welcome to the podcast. I have some uncomfortable questions for you, but I want to ask, is that how you feel talking about these subjects? Do you feel intimidated to talk about marijuana and abortion? Yes, those are very taboo topics for many people, and people tend to have very strong opinions, and they tend to clash, so it's not always the most comfortable thing to talk about. Definitely. So getting right into it, how much do you know about the issue of marijuana on the ballot? So... I know some about it, that it is about to legalize marijuana in the state of Ohio, which it already is allowed for like approved medical uses, but this would make it recreational use, kind of like Michigan and Colorado. And honestly, that's about the extent to I know of that law. I'm not sure like all the technical how it will be legalized and the regulations of it, but I do know that's the main topic of the issue. Definitely. When Kennedy and I had to read through the actual text of what is being proposed on the ballot, it was pretty intimidating. It's complicated text. It's not um, very easy for your everyday citizen to understand, so I can empathize with that, um, not understanding really what the issue is that you're going to be voting on. How much do you think the issue of marijuana affects our generation? So I definitely think it affects a major proportion of our generation because I feel like the majority of like our generation is in favor to legalize marijuana versus where that where that might not be the opinion on uh, older generations. So I definitely think there will be a high Gen Z turnout and support for this issue to pass. Moving on to issue one, do you think abortion should be up to the states or the federal government? 
Personally, I believe it should be up to the federal government. In my personal opinion, I see that as the right of the woman to have a choice on it. And in some states that are definitely more conservative leaning, such as like Texas or Alabama, it's not going to be legal. It's already illegal or it's going to become illegal there versus like states like California or New York. So I feel like being a woman in the country, it should be your right anywhere in the country, not just certain portions of the country. Lastly, do you plan on voting in the upcoming election? Yes. Excellent. Thank you, Eli. We're here with our next guest. So can you please introduce yourself, your name, major, and year here on campus? My name is Katie. I am a fourth year pharmacy major here at ONU. And how do you feel about Ohio introducing abortion on the ballot in November? I think that it's one of those really tough conversations that voters have to have right now. And I think that it's really important to be introducing ideas like this to as many ballots as we can just to get everyone informed, make sure that people know what they're voting for, and really try to make a difference in what's going on in the world. Absolutely. I totally agree. So do you think that the issues of abortion and marijuana affect our generation? I absolutely think that they do. Um, I know that times are really changing very rapidly, kind of under our feet right now, and that our generation is very much part of that change and is going to be part of that change for the rest of our lives. So I definitely think that these issues probably impact our generation more than any other at this point. And are you registered to vote? And if you are, are you planning to vote in this election? I am registered to vote and I am planning to vote, yes. Great, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And here we are with our last guest. Could you introduce yourself, your name, major, and year? Um, I'm Ryan Parker. I'm a philosophy major and I'm a junior. So a lot of these topics that we're going to ask you questions about, they're pretty divisive and they end up making people uncomfortable. So I want to know, are these subjects that make you uncomfortable to discuss? No, I'm, uh, I'm perfectly okay with discussing whatever we're talking about today. Okay, so on that note, how much do you know about the issue of marijuana on the November election? Honestly, not much. I really don't know anything in regards to the election coming up besides the fact that it involves abortion and marijuana. Do you think you are reflective of the majority of our generation, or do you think our generation is in general well-informed? I think actually politics are very polarized nowadays. You either are so far involved into it that you know everything or you know nothing. So I, I feel like I represent the majority, especially of like younger teens slash younger adults. I just don't feel that they are as informed on them as well as people in politics are. Fair enough. Do you think abortion should be up to the states or the federal government, and why? I think it should be up to the states. I mean, in federal government, a lot of the laws are very loose-leaf in general laws, whereas the states can get more strict and like, apply to different scenarios, which I believe abortion has. Like, There's a lot of different moments or scenarios where abortion can have different outcomes on many different ways. True. So, are you planning to vote in the November election? Yes, I am planning to vote, but I do plan on doing a bit more research and figuring out more about each issue in abortion and marijuana on the election ballot. I'm glad to hear that. Thanks for joining us, Ryan. So that wraps up all of our on-campus interviews for this episode. But now that we are back in the studio, Carmen and I just kind of wanted to discuss what you guys heard and what we really think of all of these responses. Yeah, what I've noticed doing these interviews 
because like I said, the first time that I was brought onto the podcast was actually doing these student interviews, but for a completely different subject. We were talking right. about internships. And now that we're talking about a very politicized and divisive topic or topics, we got a very different response. Like I will be very open in saying that we struggled to find people who wanted to talk about their opinions. Right. And I think you guys heard in a couple of the interviews, we asked if people were uncomfortable talking about these issues. And most of them said yes. I think we only had one person say that they were comfortable. Yes. But we really struggled when we would ask people to be on the podcast and we would tell them what the topics were. We'd say that we're talking about issue one and two, which deals with abortion and marijuana. A lot of them would immediately be like, nope, I don't want to put my thoughts out there, which is understandable because it's very hard to be young and in the world we live in, social media and our phones keep everyone so connected that you never know when you say something on a podcast if it'll come back. But it was yes. definitely very hard to find people who would openly talk about their opinions on this, on these issues. Yeah, I think our generation is a little bit more aware of our digital footprint because right. we're growing up surrounded by it. So it, while this is kind of like a small town or small university podcast, it's something that students are aware of. So in general, I would say that our answers seemed pretty neutral, but that may not be the case when students are going out to the polls to vote. I agree. I think a lot of people try to keep their answers neutral or they didn't really want to share their personal opinions. So it may seem like our group of students that we interviewed was a little skewed one way or the other, but we really just think that that's because a lot of people wanted to stay neutral. I do think the topic of marijuana, people were more willing to talk about. I think it's safe to say that our generation is pretty supportive of issue two and legalizing marijuana in the state of Ohio. But I think um, with issue one, a lot more people had a harder time talking about abortion. Our sample size was a little bit biased. Like Kennedy has been saying that the people who are outspoken and willing to not be neutral on this podcast are the ones who leaned pro-choice while we were unable to talk to someone who was pro-life, who was willing to be open about that. Right. And not saying that any of our interviewers were not pro-life. They just would rather stay neutral because like some talked about, it is so polarized that you're scared if you say something that you're going to either lose friends or people are going to cancel you. I feel like cancel culture is very prevalent for our generation right now. You know, and thinking back to some of like political science classes, there have been times where professors have asked, oh, would you date someone who's of the opposite political party? Or like, how do you feel about a family member who's in the opposite right, political it's so party? Right, so real, like right now. Too, yeah, like, and the reaction to that is crazy. Right. It is a very divisive subject, and I think that's why students are so hesitant to talk about it. No, I definitely agree. And I mean, I totally understand where they're coming from because I personally keep my own political views pretty close to my chest. Like I don't, most people don't know my personal political beliefs just because it's so easy to offend people now and people judge you so hard for what you believe in. So I think these interviews just kind of go to show that maybe Gen Z isn't as outspoken about their political beliefs as people think. I think a lot of people in other generations think that we're very out there with our beliefs we say what we believe in but for people just in a small college town maybe we are a little bit more private about our political beliefs even though some of us are posting it on our Instagram stories and stuff like that sometimes it's harder to have a real in-person conversation about it definitely there's a very big difference between 
being able to be political through your phone because it's that separation of a screen versus, hey, let's sit down and have this conversation or I want to hear your thoughts about this topic. And I definitely think there could be a lot of groundwork that could be laid to have these sort of political conversations. Like that's something that I would love to have and I would love to have a space, an honest space where we can have these conversations and share these in a constructive way. Right. I think it'd be so beneficial to not be afraid to talk about your political beliefs because then we'd be able to have way more open conversations about it. But just the current political climate that we're living in, we're so divided that you don't want to lose friends. You don't want to lose relationships over political beliefs. Yeah. So I still think we have a long ways to grow and to learn and a lot of work to do before we're able to do a podcast where we would have everyone be outspoken and saying what they believe in wholeheartedly, um, very openly on this podcast episode. I agree. So thank you for tuning in to Kennedy and I's episode. We so enjoyed being able to do all of these student interviews. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast for more episodes like this one and check out our social media to stay up to date with the rest of ICAP. Our handles on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok are ONU underscore ICAP with two Ps. See you guys next time. Bye, guys. <laughs>